It doesn't even feel like a Monday night episode right now because I've worked the last three weekends straight, so all my days are just meshed together right now. I don't, I don't know what's what anymore. That's the thing. We've just gotten progressively better and better as the production quality increases of the of the podcast. We just get better and better at procrastinating when to do the episodes. So we're actually doing this one last minute. If you're hearing this, this comes out the day after we record it. Usually we do it like four days at a time. So. You know, I just, just another day I got to stay up till two in the morning editing. No big deal, guys. It's all right. It's daylight savings, though. So you have like one hour less. Or one actually, hour less, you'd have yeah, you lost an hour of sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even better. Spring ahead, fall back. So you really wait. Yes. You only have to work until debate. three in the morning. Right, exactly. Which is fine because you can stay up and be with your baby and e- be a good father. Exactly what I'm talking about. Well, I mean, uh, what better way to start this than welcome back to another episode of On Tap? We got me. Myself, Cody, Sam, Mitch, and Bodie. Bodie? Yes. Bring us in. <laughs> Wait, didn't you just bring us in? Yeah, like how do I how do I follow up with that? I just, I just much like just, I like just putting Bodie on the spot. You hit all the bullet <laughs> points. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Well, okay, guys, first thing on the docket that I have here for today, I just wanted to take a second and and maybe me and Bodie just learn you guys, you, you non dad something. That um, I realized that I my threshold for gross shit has gone significantly higher than it was before because I'll be like you know changing I'll be changing Lincoln and I'll get I'll get poop all over my hands right oh fuck and it does not phase me whatsoever shit you just it's lick like, that shit off your fingers <laughs> just on to the next one <laughs> just, sick just like wipe that with the baby wipe off throw it in the garbage and i'm good to go dude not even I'll a go gag eat. i'll go eat right after that's not even no, real not poop. even a gag it's not even real poop that's no. like newborn that's newborn poop that's tar dude wait till they start eating food it's, wait till you give uh, your kid corn that's a good point i never thought of that i'm sure i'm in for some shit and at, at this point, it's just like he's all he's all just off the off the mommy milkers. You've right been now. pissed on yet or anything? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like you open up that diaper, just getting sprayed in the Dude, face. Dude, the first time it happened, I had no idea what was going on. It was it was in the middle of the night that I was changing them, and <laughs> I just I'm like turning around doing something else, and I hear this like, and I'm like, what is that noise? And all of a sudden, I look down, and there's just like a three foot tall stream of peak landing perfectly on the bed sheet that it just was like the velocity was so much like the dude just must have had to go so bad you had that mcdonald's that arch going it was loud <laughs> it was so loud it didn't sound like pee it didn't sound like fluid even. dude while we're on the concept of getting pissed on the other night my buddy's dog just straight up pissed on my head what i swear what? to god we're laying it was i think it was saturday night we're laying on the couch just watching a fucking movie behind our own business and i'm he has a puppy she's a yellow lab puppy mia the cutest dog ever super good dog She's just laying next to me and we're just hanging out, whatever. And she sounds like, like a super good dog. No, she actually she's such a good dog. So she like <laughs> trained well. She's goofy, you know. She'll just like get up and walk around on you and like do weird shit that puppies do. She'll she like gets up and she like stands on my neck. And I was like, just like, <laughs> like whatever. And just fucking hanging out. And she's like kind of looking at the front door and then she like jumps off the back of the coach to go to the front door. And my buddy's like, oh fuck, oh fuck. She has to go outside. And she starts pissing right in front of the door, or whatever. They let the dog out. And I'm like laying there. I had no idea it happened at all. She was just sitting on my head. And I'm like, I'm like well, I don't know if I felt for it or I just like happened to brush the side of my head and I was like, my fucking hair is wet. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, 
no fucking way this dog just pissed <laughs> on my head and I had no clue. I had zero idea Dude. it even happened until way after the fact. I'm like, well, I guess I got to go shower. I, guess, I don't know. Fuck, dude. Well, I guess I couldn't be mad because obviously she just had to go so bad. Like, she pissed right in front of the door. Like, she knew it. She was trying to be good. It sounds like you have a good civil civil lawsuit on your hands right now, brother. I yeah. Think you can sue your buddy for damages. Uh, I got my eye. Uh, I got <laughs> my back hurts now. All of a yeah. sudden. Everyone's, everyone's just trying to get a bag these days, dude. I just, it's cool. It's just Better call Saul, dude. <laughs> it's just a little dog piss. A little dog piss never hurt anyone. No. A little dog piss ain't never killed anyone, I don't think. I mean, not that I know of personally, but it is what it is. Throw up my morning coffee. <laughs> Start the day. Okay, so right. Bo- Bodie's obviously been a dad longer than I have because that's some weird shit. Oh yeah, his his weird threshold is way higher. You're just on the beginning, beginning footstones of the path of nastiness that waits ahead of you, dude. I I gag if I have to pick up dog shit. Like that's enough to. Why would you ever pick up dog shit, dude? The rain, (laughs) motherfucker. There is definitely reasons. Maybe they shit in the house. Maybe you're at a place where you have to pick it up. Maybe you're at the goddamn dog park and you don't want to be that piece of shit that just leaves it there. You live in Pine City, Minnesota. Walk your dog down the fucking road. I also don't have road. a fucking dog, bro. Okay, well, then what are you talking about picking up dog shit for? Because Whose in, dog are you picking up behind? In my life, in my 23 years of life, I have had an opportunity where I had to pick up dog shit, okay? Dude, if I don't own the dog, and I, I literally, if I see a dog shit on the floor in front of me, I will look, and I'll just turn around and walk away. Yeah, but I we had childhood dogs, like... Dog. Oh, dude, I was the master of, like, noticing the cat puked or the dog pissed in the house and just... Wait for my mom to get home and be like, what? I didn't, I didn't even notice. Dude, I'll clean up shit over puke any day. Yeah. I'll clean up shit with way. my teeth. I'm the same way. Dude, I... Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I lived in an, uh, in an apartment when I lived in Fargo, and these guys were so adamant about the fact of, like, picking up your dog's poop that, like, if you had dogs, you had to get them uh, a DNA sample oh. because if they found dog poop outside, they would test the dog poop. And for every piece of poop, they would fine you. I don't remember what the amount was. We Obviously, we never had to deal with that because I'm like, I'm not going to pay. I'll That's just outrageous. pick it up. That seems care. so counterproductive. Our place had that too. Yeah, so like... They, that is they, insane. They, what? It gets bad it's though. It's a common I have practice. Seen, I've seen places where it's just right out your door and they don't do anything about it. Especially I, actually, if it's my a... neighbor did that. Especially if it's just a tiny area of grass and yeah. there's only so much square footage for like your dog to shit on. Oh, like, and all that true. grass is dead. It's all dirt. There's no Splotch. grass there, actually, most of the time. Yeah. The pea spots have killed every piece of grass on the thing. Sorry, I didn't mean to hit you. And it's just ridiculous. But to go as far as to DNA sample the animals, that's a little little weird. See, I that's know wild. people who did that. See, they, they just didn't even get their dog sampled. At all? <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. never did? Yeah, they just never got around to it. Well, I had a friend who lived in the same apartment complex, and he actually had a breed of dog that they supposedly didn't allow. And so he just never really? said he had it. <laughs> so he was just hoping that no one would ever notice he had two dogs and not one. Because they you say, see, you know, you can't have bulldogs. You can't have, uh, you know, like whatever. aggressive Pit dogs. What they like... classify as aggressive animals, you know. Only aggressive owners. That's I think, what I say. I think German Shepherd was even on the list. Oh, that's a And it was just boy. like, they're not, they're not aggressive dogs. See, I love dogs as much as the next person, but like, I don't need one that bad. You know, I know, like, I, I have a lot of buddies and stuff who are kind of in the same situation as me. They rent a place, and oh. they pay extra for pet rent, and they at work all the time and shit like that. And I'm like, dude, I just don't really need a fucking dog that bad. Like, I love dogs. Don't get me wrong. If yeah. I had a dog, I would love yeah. a dog. 
But I just don't really need if one. If you had a dog, you would love the dog, Mitch. <laughs> you don't really? love your fucking dog, you Cody? Sick bastard. Don't turn this on me. This is his thing. <laughs> this is his thing. Yeah, I mean, that's just the craziest part to me. What you're saying is like, if it's an inconvenience on your life, you're just not going to have the dog. You would yeah, just rather not, not, not even it. like not even saying that like my buddies are bad owners because they're not. They're right. really good to their dogs. But for me, like I feel like it would be such an inconvenience for me to wow. even have one that I don't need. Especially, one. yeah, like like me, I'm living in an apartment right now. And then, you know, Ray's always like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, we should get a dog. Well, it's like, well, I come back yeah. to that same thing. It's like, well, we're gone most of the day. It's extra work for sure. And then, well, no, not only that, but like if like we have a dog, I want to at least have a yard for him to run around in and then for us to be home all the time. You know, it's like, I that's also, not a thing. I it's also like, very much value my absolute alone time, like not with anyone, not with a buddy not with my girlfriend, no one. Like I like being just alone. And if I come home from work and I just want to have that alone time, I don't want to have to take care of a fucking animal while I do it. You know, I just, if I want relax, I want pure relax. I want to be able to lay in my bed and look at the yeah. fucking ceiling and just not, do anything or wait till you anyone. have a baby dude i'm not gonna have a baby ever really no are I'm, you getting snipped right away i asked for a vasectomy for my 18th birthday and then i found <laughs> out you're not allowed to do that and what is it at like 21 uh, i think you can... it's like 25 or something like that it's like 25 or after two kids yeah, why would they put up? something on that like why we're fucking free country dude if, yeah. uh, if an 18 year old wants to get it snipped let them snip it yeah. shit an 18 year old can get it chopped off they want that's yeah. Seriously, you like, can't who's the fucking gatekeeping, dude? I don't know. Yeah, I'm I think, sick of people think telling you, us what we can do with our bodies. I think you can do it earlier, but you need to like set up some sort of fucking thing with a therapist or a psychologist and like talk through why you want to do it. And I'm like, I don't need to justify it to anyone. Like yeah. if I if I don't want to have a fucking kid, I don't want to have a kid. I do it myself. I knew how to. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> on, on what really. you're saying about about having having dogs and how it, at the place you're in in life right now, it just doesn't make sense. I completely agree. It's almost like having a kid in the beginning. You know, obviously there's a lot more to having a kid, but yeah. you can't just leave. You can't just take off for a weekend. You can't just work all day and then come home and do nothing. You have your responsibilities. Exactly. And you're, I mean, you clean up after it constantly and you're trying to get it trained so you don't have to do that anymore and you don't have as much time to train it. You don't, I mean. So you end up, a lot, a lot of people that I, that jump the gun on having a dog, they kind of have a shitty dog. I, my roommate right now, he was he, the worst owner at first. He got the puppy, and the puppy shouldn't have even left the mom for a couple more weeks. And then he immediately left for a fishing trip the week he got the dog. Mm. And that dog has the worst anxiety I've ever seen in my whole life. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, Dude, wow. you know how many times I hear our unit above us, like that dog, when that owner's not home, just scratching. Just scratching the floors and fucking just it's freaking so annoying, out, dude. dude. It's like, you know how many sad dogs I've seen just, like, being cooped up in an apartment all day? Mm-hmm. It's, it's fucking sad. Oh, dude, dude or, or kennels. I was just talking to this guy. So, obviously, with my dad having the hunting club, like, there's a lot more than you would think where people will call and be like, hey, we need to rehome this dog, or do you know anyone who would want this dog, or whatever. But I was just talking to this guy in there the other day who fosters dogs. And he said they did it 97 times in 2022. And there was this one instance of a bulldog where it was locked in a closet. Like a, he made it sound like like a two by four area of just like a super small closet where this dog would sit 
for like 23 hours of oh the day. Oh, my God. And dude. they would only just for one hour let the thing out and then put it right back in the closet. So this That's thing was messed thing up. That pisses me off is like people get a dog and they think like it's just there for their convenience. Like yeah. they only yeah. have to play with the dog when they want to play with the dog. Like it's a fucking, it's an animal. It's not like you get to just be like, Oh, I want to pet you for twenty minutes. Then fuck off. Yeah, and there's the dog so much wants smarter. attention all the time, and that it's, animal trusts you, know, you to yeah. like as the caretaker. You have that role of dude. That animal is looking to you for everything, and not only is like your personal companion, but definitely not a fucking accessory. <laughs> no, you have yeah. to raise it, dude. You Can have you to imagine if when you were it. a kid, you just got locked in your room until your dad felt like <laughs> wrestling with you for twenty minutes, and then you got locked back in your fucking room. Yeah, dude, that's you'd be insane. fucked up. That's what that's, that's what you're insane. doing to your dog. Uh yeah, I mean that analogy is a little bit more fucked up than a dog. I'm not gonna lie, but, <laughs> I'm, but I'm not I get what you're saying. That's what you're doing time. to the dog. I would say to the dog, it's not more fucked up because that's exactly. the dog's life, yeah. dude. I get where you're going with it's, that. It's uh, I would say the dog thing is less fucked up, but they're both fucked up. They're not equally <laughs> fucked up, but they're both fucked up. They're, they're so, equally hey. fucked up from that person's perspective. From the dog's perspective, it's the same <laughs> fucking thing. Sounds like somebody that locks their dog yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Day, huh? It sounds like a motherfucker that sticks he's his getting, dog He's in the getting real and... defensive on us just talking about giving these dogs their freedom. See, Cody, Cody when, when you leave for the day, right? You, like, you're gone for the day. Let's say Taylor's gone for the day. Let's say Lincoln's staying home or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, what do you do with the dog? Do you, like, let him run around the house? Do you let him outside? Does he have a kennel outside? Or, no. or are you the asshole that puts him in a little cage? It's actually crazy because we used to be the, the, the let let the dogs do whatever they want kind of kind of house right like when we're gone as long as they're in the house like that's fine we used to just let them run but we have this like this like um it's a it's a mixed dog it's like border collie blue healer and black lab and he is just like has the most high strung anxiety of any dog i've ever had and the dude has just fucked our house up too many times to where yeah. we have to put him in a, in a kennel. And now this kennel that we have is is nice. So it's huge. And it's like, it's like I'm going to say like one. four feet by three feet. And it's all like thick metal and it's and it's all open, you know, whatever. Probably but electrified. Yeah, we, if I'm I not gone the whole day, I have to I have to lock him up. I right, have but to. it's outside though, right? No, it's inside. inside? Oh, my God. I it just want to be clear. Inside. I'm not saying you can't put your dogs in a kennel. I no, think that's right. perfectly yeah, fine. No. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a point where it gets fucked up. If you, if you have right. to leave for a few hours or even if you have to leave for the work day yeah. and your dog is kenneled and your dog is good in the kennel, that's fine, you know, and, the, and if the dog doesn't, have super bad anxiety or have a problem or freak the fuck out as right. soon as you leave, then it's okay. And but. it's not like a little carrier box that you're locking in. Right. Into. Like, dude. Well, yeah, and that's... here's the thing too. Like I have to lock my dog up at, when I leave my house because this, this dog is an absolute menace dog. to society. Yeah. yeah. He's a menace. I mean, he's broken out of, I can't tell you how many, uh, you know, doors, kennels, you name it. Like the the dog will figure its way out of this thing, dude. I remember the it's first wild. time I saw this dog. Th- so for for context, this dog is gray as fuck. Like it looks like an old ass man. I was like, oh, Cody, how how old is your dog? Like ten years? How, how 10, 12 years? How old is your dog? Bro? Five. He's five. This motherfucker is as gray as I've seen a dog in my entire life. <laughs> it blew my mind. <laughs> that anxiety is killing that dog, bro. 
Oh, a hundred percent. And you know, we have to like, we get it like these, uh, you know, um, melatonin gummies and the CBD and, gummies, and CBD gummies oh, yeah. just to calm them down a little bit. Cause if we go on like a long car ride and he's dude, he's so smart too. And I think that's part of the reason that he kind of like fucked himself a little bit is because he sees us like packing. He sees us packing a bag. He knows we're leaving. He starts freaking out. He'll pace the whole house. He just keeps pacing around, <laughs> keeps pacing around, and he'll start, you know, breathing real loud, jump up on the couch, jump up on the bed, jump down, be by us. He'll sit by us. It's the craziest thing. So when we lived in our apartment in Fargo, um, we actually had an incident where I'm, I'm getting home from work, and we were on the ground floor, and I see my apartment door was open, and I know Taylor wasn't home. So I'm like, what the heck? So all of a sudden, I'm looking, and I see my one dog, and our cat is sitting in the doorway. I'm like, uh, that's a little weird. So I go up there and notice that there's no other dog. This, this black dog Baxter, it wasn't there. And I'm like, Oh boy. So I close everything. Um, there was a note on my, on my entertainment stand in my living room that said, um, notice that there was two dogs and a cat out here in the front yard. I put them back in and shut the door. I don't know how they got out. And then obviously he let himself back out again. So this dude not only broke out of his kennel, but he also hit unlocked the deadbolt God by biting damn. it and moving it, and then bit the handle of the of the exterior door, twisted it, pulled it, got out. Damn. That's scary. So that's he, crazy. He ended up actually uh, one of my coworkers' friends coincidentally was the one who found him and actually just brought him into the pound. So I had to go like pay seventy five bucks to go get him from the pound and. So ever since that day is when yeah. we start putting him in the kennel when my, we leave. Yeah, my dad's dog fucking, uh, they had to switch their door handle on the outside door to a round handle because it was just the flat one. Mm-hmm. And he just figured out, like, if he they let him out to go to the bathroom or whatever, and if he wanted to come back inside, he'd just slap the handle and just walk inside the house <laughs> yeah. and act like nothing happened. Like, he didn't think he was doing anything bad. He just let himself in the house and just leave the door <laughs> wide open. Which I mean, from their perspective. It's oh, yeah. Like, it's like, oh, why wouldn't I? Yeah. You know, it's fucking yeah. cold out here. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, if, if you were a dog, obviously you're going to do whatever you can to go outside, to get those treats, to do whatever you want. I mean, whatever. It is what it is. You got money on their mind, dude. Exactly. When there's a, when there's all these bitches out there, you got to figure out a way. They smell them. Oh. Dude, they can, bro, from a mile away. They can away. smell them. <laughs> they can smell that little dog snatch. Did you... Uh, oh, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> what the hey, bro, fuck? I'm not the one smelling it. I'm just observing it, you know? You You're the dog sick little snatch. fuck. Yeah, you can't what? You just that. said it. All right. Let's change it up a little bit. Speaking of dogs that should be in kennels, are you guys familiar... <laughs> With Jackson Mahomes by chance? You ever heard that <laughs> name before? Unfortunately, dogs yes. that should be in kennels. So, for those of you that do not know who Jackson Mahomes is, he is Patrick Mahomes, superstar, MVP, football quarterback, Super Bowl, two-time Super Bowl champion for the Kansas City Chiefs, and he's got his little TikToker brother. That's he's he's not very popular, is in the nicest terms possible. He's he's probably one of the most hated. Humans. Oh, dude. It, Especially it's bad. just in the football community, but like just in general, he is hated. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever heard anybody say, like, oh, I'm a big fan of Jackson Mahomes. Well, either way, people are looking for any opportunity to ruin this kid's life. Like, people hate him. And he did it. He managed to. There is a video that just came out last week of him going up to a bar owner grabbing her by the face and forcefully making out with her. And it is all caught right on camera, perfect HD right in front of him. 
and he's fucked, dude. Oh, he's no. not coming back from this. I saw the video. It's bad. Man, like, it is 100% a sexual assault. Like, there's no other way to chalk it up. Man, Patrick Mahomes did such a good job of hiding him this season, too. Because, like, last, last, so last football season, the 2022 to 23, or no, 20, 21, 20, to 21 to 22 season is when it was like, terrible. Jackson and, and His Patrick Mahomes' ass wife. wife were, like, the most hated people in fucking oh. America. And God. that's that's what Patrick Mahomes deserves a fucking MVP award for is somehow keeping them completely out of the media this entire football season. And and the fact that he fucked it up doesn't even surprise me. It just tells me everything that I needed to know about him. Well, I mean, <laughs> Pat's lady isn't even very well fond of. Oh, not know, at all. They hate her just as much. <laughs> at the, one point, I think she was the more hated one. Dude, the yeah, memes after, were after the champagne <laughs> shit went off, yeah. you remember that? That no, was, was fucked up. So they were in this, like... Super obviously high level suite, and they win the game. It was like I don't know if it was a playoff. I game think it was or, the championship game to yeah. go to the yep. Super Bowl. Or so something. like, there's yeah. all these. They're in this like really high up, and there's all these fans down below. And as soon as they win, she grabs this bottle of champagne and pops it, and just starts spraying all the fans under her. Like we should we should also mention it was in, like 20 degrees that day. Yeah, very oh. like cold. So you're just Arrowhead's an open spray. stadium too, I think. So oh. it's just that stereotypical because they were together like since high school, right? Yeah. Just your stereotypical, just obnoxious blonde who has just been riding on his coattails. Hey, have the you heard the? Times. There's a conspiracy theory that Patrick Mahomes is actually secretly a dog, and the only reason he keeps her around is so to keep him looking good in the media. <laughs> to keep him looking like he's a family man and he's dude, a good that's dude, that's a good theory, and like they, they like have an open relationship and he's like banging all these chicks and stuff. There's a like a full blown conspiracy theory of this dude. Is She's horrible. Even, oh yeah, this man. He signed a contract last year. I don't. I'm just gonna throw a number. I think it was like 500 million, 500 million. over 10 years. Yep. He is gonna be rich as fuck. His kids, his grandkids, their kids. They're all going to be rich for a long yeah, time. He's off like him. that contract when it came out. We did the math on it and like. He's almost like that amount of money in that time is kind of like almost getting close to that Bill Gates money where it was like, do you ever see that thing where it wasn't, it literally genuinely was not worth his time to bend over and pick up a hundred dollar bill. If he dropped it, Yeah, oh, it yeah. wouldn't be worth your time yeah, to bend exactly over and pick it up because you made more money in the time that it took you to bend over and grab it. Dude, it's That's, insane. It, it was very similar in with the, that contract so when it came Pat, up. Pat Mahomes, Pat Sr., he was, he was an MLB player, played for the Twins actually. Yep. And then oldest brother, Pat Jr., comes two-time Super Bowl champion. So obviously the pressure is on for Jackson. <laughs> he just threw it all away. I mean, he was given a free social media career of making good money just from being Patrick Mahomes' brother. Right. And now he's done, dude. There's no and, way he comes back. It all back. originated just from him doing stupid fucking TikTok dances on the sideline, and everyone's like, fuck this kid. Like, like why? You know, like you what could, value you do could you make have? some sort of content. You know, you you have a, the best platform humanly possible. Something. And all he did was just make these shitty dancing fucking videos <laughs> on the sidelines of his brother's fucking football games, and people just started shitting on him, and it just kept going up. Like he's just well, what made it really bad last year too is uh, the Washington football team, now the Washington Commanders, they were doing like a. One of their best players of all time, one of their running backs, they were doing they were like retiring his number or something and they It was uh what's that guy's name? I don't wanna I don't wanna say it because he died, right? Yeah. That guy died. I don't know. He uh, I don't remember the exact story behind it. I should know it better. But yeah, they were doing like a memorial thing for him. Yeah, and they had they had a, his number out on on the side of the field and there was like there was a gate around it. 
Jackson Mahomes goes in there and films a TikTok dancing Jesus on top of it. Christ. It's like, dude, it's like you're trying to make people hate you. Yeah. That's and, I which I mean, maybe maybe that was the idea behind the whole thing. It, it works fucking for worked some. if it did, but like what? It's crazy. The what? origination of this story makes me so happy though cuz it finally proves to everyone like like we're not just shitting on this kid because he's annoying. We're shitting on him because he sucks. Now he's a predator. Now, now you have a good, valid reason to actually hate him. 100%. That's a good point. And, you know, actually, there's a lot of controversy in the media right now with just people hating in general. You guys see this bill where uh, this Texas lawmaker is trying to make it basically a bounty to hunt down drag queens? Whoa. That's wild. What? That That's... A- craziest of a so, headline i've ever heard so there's there's a, a yeah a, a texas guy is putting a proposal into law saying that he wants to make it illegal to dress the opposite of your birth gender in the presence of a minor and that he wants to make it so that if if you witness essentially someone dressing in drag in front of a minor that you can Bring them in, and not only bring them in, you can be rewarded for it. So oh, Doc wow. the Bounty Hunter is gonna be all over this shit, dude. Yeah. You gotta go around scalping. <laughs> Career or revitalized. So, here, I have, for, I have this little for this every little weave you bring it. in is a hundred bucks. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So, a Texas Republican lawmaker proposed a bill allowing everyday people to sue anybody who hosts or performs in drag where any child is in attendance. Critics say the measure will create a bounty hunting culture that targets drag queens and transgender people. Houston area state rep Steve Toth filed HB 4378 on Thursday. He seeks to define a, quote, a cause of action for drag performances performed in the presence of a minor. According to the bill, an individual who attends a drag performance as a minor may bring an action against a person who knowingly promotes, conducts, or participates as a performer in the drag performance that occurs before an audience that includes a minor. How crazy. A winning plaintiff can expect to be paid actual damages, attorney's fees, and statutory damages of $5,000. So literally making it so people will, I'm assuming if you want to get a bag, you want to get five grand, you just go seek out people in drag in Texas. Well, but that's, it's, that's it's what he's only trying to if make. there's a minor in the area, so, right? So it's correct. and that, that's I'm sure that's their push is they're trying to save the kids. Correct. They're trying to protect the kids. Texas is all but about like, the kids, brother. You know, you could just use your kid for a bag. You know, just just bring your kid to the drag show. Right. Dude, exactly. Set that shit up. Wouldn't that be oh. five grand? It's like a, it's like cycling money, dude. You just bring your toddler with you, walk <laughs> up. Citizens arrest this fucking drag queen, bring him in, and there's five grand. Just like that. <laughs> See, wouldn't that be... You could, do, you could do, like, one a month and just be chilling. Wouldn't it be <laughs> yeah. re- the responsibility of the, like, the club owner or whatever yeah. place is hosting that? That it, Wouldn't it be on them? To make sure that everyone's 21 plus? Yeah, right. absolutely. It is that, on them. After, like, you fully explained it, it's like, oh, okay, so there's, like, there's multiple, like steps in front of just going out and like scalping a, a transgender or whatever well scalping <laughs> is already further than what i thought it was going to yeah. be taken as but yeah i you would know what say I mean, though? Um, like, I mean essentially they want to cut down on public displays right because that's, you can't do it i think your... what everyone is or what specifically what this guy is is getting at that he doesn't like is like how open it is and essentially he wants to make it so you can't god that that's crazy. I, I feel like for myself, I'm one of the most in the middle type of people that there can be. I, I'm a big, 
I don't, I don't care type of person. Like somebody wants to be transgender. Someone wants to be straight. Someone wants to be gay. Go for it. I'm a big believer in nobody telling you what to do. So I, I support anything like that. Right. That's the but fundamentals this is, this of America. This is insane, dude. This is as crazy of a headline as I've ever heard. Like I thought it was fake when I first saw it. I, I got an that's email. That's fucked up. I got an email that was like a, it was like a, this is popular on Reddit. And then I, look, I click on it and it was screenshots of a Twitter account saying like, basically so-and-so is trying to make it so that you essentially can bounty hunt drag people. You know what they should? They should pass a bill that says you can get five grand if you turn in someone who talks about politics at work. Because that would fuck. <laughs> yeah. I'd be turning motherfuckers in all day, dude. That's my biggest pet peeve. Dude, that'd be my retirement plan. Oh right there. yeah, every time you just—I don't care what fucking side you're on. I'm like that. I'm like Sam in that way, where I'm just like, dude, I could give a fuck what your views are because it's not going to change my views. Right. So don't talk to me about it because all you're going to do is annoy me, and it's like constant. Everyday fucking thing, especially I, I'm Dude. sure it's more in the blue collar trades. Oh my but god! The yeah, people like, that try to egg you their way too, like right. You like Trump, right? It's almost yeah. it's almost worse if like you already have the same views as them, and they like trying to like push Dude. you into the views more. And I'm like, Dude, like I'm gonna form my own opinion. I'm my own man. Like, don't try and fucking sway me, especially towards something that I already support. Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. God, that shit just drives me nuts. I'm like, you can't come up with a better fucking conversation. I'd rather just not talk. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then they yeah. try to like oh. they they try looping in like like, oh yeah, well you you like this, right? And then it's like, well, like I don't I don't fall under that fucking label. Like I just have like ideas about certain issues. And then just because one happens aligned with yours doesn't automatically mean like, oh yeah, you, you oh, know, dude. you love Trump, yeah. right? Right, like, right? Sam, let's look. can we can we improv this? You you be the guy talking about politics at work, and I'll be me. Okay, okay. okay. Brother, you hear what Trump's up to? You you hear he's running again this year? Oh man, if that pussy Biden gets elected again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna riot. Yeah, that's fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> no, 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 seriously, dude. I, I've been keeping up on all the tabs. You hear you hear Biden's actually an alien. Yeah, I think I heard about that. You you're really not saying much. <laughs> What's huh? the deal? Do you are you a Hillary guy? Are you wait, what were we talking about? We got a goddamn liberal over here. You got me, dude. <laughs> you got me. That's the way. You have to show them nothing and give them nothing. No. You just I just I, I can only give out so many yeah uh-huh's all day. Dude, the same thing <laughs> goes for, for me with, with Jesus people. Yeah. I, I had a coworker one time. And he comes up to me. I worked at a fucking grocery store in high school. He comes up to me. He's like, Sam, do you believe in Jesus? <laughs> like, holy fuck. I don't know where this is going to go. I'm like, yeah, yeah. What's up? He's like, Sam, do you care if I just read you a little passage? He always carried a little pocket Bible. Oh, my God. Do you care if I just shit. read you a little passage to get the day started? I'd be like, yeah, I fucking do care. <laughs> Dude, and I, I, was, I was so young, naive, and innocent back then that I would just... Dude, I, I befriended the Jehovah Witnesses because I was too scared to tell him to fuck off. <laughs> so I let him read his little passage, you know, let him do his thing. But I'm not for that, man. I, I don't, I don't like anyone pushing any religious views on me ever. I don't like anyone pushing, pushing anything. anything on me. Don't give me any of your views and don't try and give them to me. We can have conversations and we can talk about it, but don't try and sway me. Don't try and sway my opinion to be like your opinion. Yeah, right. Because then I'm just, my immediate reaction, and I don't know if it makes me a fucking bad person, 
but is to push back as hard as I can. No, that's yeah. like you, that's with, the easiest way to push me out of something is really encourage me to do it, and I'll be like, I don't like that. Yeah, dude, that's instinct. Like just with fuck like anything, dude. Like especially when they they try saying something, like you can state your opinion on something and do it in a way that isn't like trying to coerce that person into believing what you believe. Like you can exactly. just say what you feel, like because you feel it. Yeah. And like hundred percent. There's a way to deliver things. Some people. Yeah. are just dying for you to agree with them and have right. the same views. The approval. Yeah. yeah the it's approval. the same with like the, the way someone will like try and judge your way of life or judge something that you're doing. Like if you tell me not to do it, I'm going to fucking do it. Like if, if you think, oh, like why would you do that? That's stupid. I'm going to want to do it more. Just because yeah. you said it's stupid, fuck you. I'm going to do it more <laughs> and I'm going to be good at it. And I'm also going to fail miserably. I don't care. <laughs> Almost hey, what happens, spite. happens. You got to fuck around and find out. Absolutely. You know? mm-hmm. um, hey, you guys mind if we take a little bathroom break? I would love to. I'd rock a piss. It's Let's time do for it. a bathroom break. The boys will be right back. Oh, it's hurting so bad. Dude. I'm not <laughs> used to this chair now. Two episodes. Gets... All right. Welcome back to On Tap here. We just got done with the bathroom break. Sam's got a beautiful segment here for us today. Sam put on Snapchat last week at On Tap Official. Put up a little question for the listeners. Sam, what was the question that you asked? Basically that the boys are just looking to give out some advice. If we have any listeners that are have any problems going on, looking for the boys to teach them how to live. You Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. I think we got, we've got four smart individuals here. We can give some <laughs> advice. Yeah. I mean, what, what better life advice to follow than four of the... Um, I don't even know. He tried to Theo Vaughn. He tried to Theo Vaughn there, bro. There was no credibility. Failed. I was thinking, like, what kind of credentials do we have? We're four well-trained therapists. College dropout. College graduate. Yep. I don't know what you guys got. We call our bombs on this side. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Sam, hit us with the first question. All right, let's get serious for a second, because this is, we're looking to give real advice here. Hey, man, I was wondering if you could give me some advice on family problems. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Say who it was first. We got to shout him out. We said it would be anonymous. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Never mind, I didn't know that. This is a real (laughs) fucking problem. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hey, man, I was just wondering if you could give some advice on family problems and how I can improve on it. So I just recently turned 20 and was wanting to go to trade school for welding, but the catch is my family isn't supportive at all. I just can't. It just consistently feels like they are trying to bring me down. What do you boys think I should do for my situation? Well, I mean, obviously, this is just like just like Luke was saying uh, when we had Luke Heggie on that episode of the Blue Collar Happy Hour was um, some families just don't give you the option. You know, uh, one of his teachers had said to him, your only option is to go to school. Otherwise, your kids are going to be pumping my gas. At the gas station. Yeah. That's, like, that's their options. Um, I think as we move into this weird new age of AI and all these tools that are just so easily accessible to everyone all the time, I, I just think college, school, everything as we know it in the future is just going to be totally different anyways. And the workforce, too. I mean, think of how many jobs all this new technology is going to replace. But it's going to be a long time before we got robots building houses. Before we got robots, uh, you know, laying highways. Before we got robots, you know, uh, doing a lot of these things that just can't replace yep. some of these blue collar jobs. So for that reason, I can see both sides. But at the end of the day, 
if you like what you're doing and you're happier, does it really matter how much money you're making? If your quality of life is a lot higher, I'm going to say just go with whatever you want to do. Yeah. Fuck everyone yeah, else's opinion. I agree. You know, obviously you want to keep your family's opinions close to you to a certain point. You don't want to just disregard it. But like my, I, I had a similar situation to where my, my mom was pushing a four year on me and it was no other option. I begged to go to a two year. I wanted to try a trade. And she basically said, either you go to a four year or we will not support, support you financially, support you any, any way. They were basically just going to feed me to the wolves. And so I got tricked, went to the four-year, failed miserably. Now I pay loans on that for the next 10 years. <laughs> yeah. The thing is that you have to understand about going into a trade, in most trades, is you are not going to live a normal life compared to the people that went to college. You're going you're gonna to work a lot of long hours. You're going to work really hard, a lot harder than a lot of your friends sitting in their office. Right. But... The pay and the experience and just being active and doing something that you may enjoy, it's just, it's if it's worth it to you, then it's worth pursuing because I don't know about you, but I don't want to be stuck in an office all day, every day. I 100% agree with you. And I, I feel like there's so many jobs nowadays where college just, you don't need to go to college before, what, were you going to get every encyclopedia from the library? No, I pull up my phone. I can basically learn how to do anything. And I can go to YouTube and I can find hundreds of people to teach me how to do anything right. for free. And that's it. and that's the biggest part of it. Like, you want to learn any skill, you can just pull up YouTube right now. I, I don't know. We're in this weird time. We're in this weird shift. Things are going to be changing drastically here, I think. All right, us blue-collar boys are chomping at the I pit really want a piece one, of this. Bodie, you go first because I got a lot to say. No, no, actually. no, Mitch. I can see you salivating what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, I got a lot to say about this one. Get it uh, off your chest. So I guess I don't I don't know who this guy is. I don't know you, but... It's anonymous. I know. That's that's that, that's what I just said. We're agreeing. Um, <laughs> Listen, Mike. But I'll give you <laughs> to clarify. I'll just give you a piece of my backstory. So you know, I'm a blue collar worker. If you listen to the pod, um, my my grandparents on my dad's side own a business. My grandparents on my mom's side both own businesses. I have two aunts and an uncle who own their own businesses, and both my parents are doctors. And your sister owns her own business. And my sister owns her own business. So and your stepdad. So I'm the only one in my family who went into a blue collar trade. I'm the only one who went to a trade school, and I'm the only one who dove into this world that's immensely popular now. And I, I, I guess I'm not in the same shoes as you were. My family was pretty supportive of it. They, they let me do what I wanted to do. But there was a lot of people who shit on the idea of it, and I'm so fucking thankful that I told them people right. to shut the fuck up and just did what I wanted to do. Man, if if you if you want to go to welding acad or a welding academy and you just you know even if even if it doesn't work out for you if you think that's what you want to do that's what you need to do. Did he, Whether did you're, he say welding academy? Yeah, welding trade school. school for welding. Oh, welding okay. school. So if you know if if that's what you want to do and you're you're semi passionate about it, at the very least give it a fucking shot. And the best feeling in the world is getting to prove the people who doubted you wrong. It's, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but that is my favorite feeling in the yeah. whole world is when someone tells you you can't do something and you do it fucking way better than they did it. Right. Yep. It's, it, it's, it's awesome. the biggest fuck you and it's the, it's the, oh, I fucking love the feeling of it. And welders can make a shit pile of money. 
Well, and that's the thing. Even if you go to the school and you end up not liking the career, you like you'll have those skills for the rest of your life. If, we, yep. if the world collapses and we got to go into some Mad Max shit, dude, welders are going to be like one of the <laughs> highest regarded people because like and you dude, build, build me an armor. The thing, the thing that go. I think is so the thing that I think gets so many young guys interested in the blue collar trades is almost every single trade you get into, you can go right to the fucking top with it. You know, you can take a twenty five dollar an hour job. Or you can work your way up and make your own business and make, you know, six figures isn't even touching it. You know, you can make four or five hundred grand a year. If yeah, you're the money could be endless. You, yep. you can make a fuckload of money. There's no it just cap. depends on what your work ethic is and what you want to do with it long term. But, man, I mean, I'm not going to shit on your family for and I'm not going to shit on your family for telling you not to do it. But for them not to support you, I think it's a little bit fucked up. And if it was me. I'm not going to tell you what to do. If it was me, I would go to that fucking welding academy and make as much goddamn money welding as I could and throw it directly in their Start face. Start that villain Fuck, origin yeah. story, God, I love you know? throwing it in their face. It's my favorite thing to do. And, dude, like, that's... Like, not only did we already address that, like, the four-year has been shoved down our fucking throats, especially in that age group in high school, that is just, like the standard of what four-year degree are you going to pursue? And not only is that fucked up, and not only is the way way things are changing, where, like, the school system, post-secondary school is kind of coming to the surface as being fucked up to begin with. Yep. Overpriced. You're not getting the fucking... Like, some of the curriculums I see, and, like, I took a two-year school with just generals, but, like, some of the curriculums I see, they're material is still from the 90s yeah and it's like the, like the, the the shit that you're paying to get isn't even the best fucking updated relevant information anyways so then besides all that me me personally i come from i'm a second generation carpenter myself so i kind of bring that like kind of world like kind of like to this is like coming from a family of tradesmen that just is a way of life. It isn't out of the norm because it takes people to actually boots on the ground, fix shit, do shit, build shit. This is what it takes to yeah. have the world we live in today. This country doesn't run on fucking computers. It never has and it never will. You can't just run it on computers. You can't just run exactly. it on robots. You definitely need, gotta have both. We you have to have them. I'm not saying you don't have to have them. Right. But you need guys who are going to go out there and bust their fucking ass. Exactly. We need back. those people you just as much as we need the nerds in the office. We need the, we need the accounting people. We need the people selling fucking balloons at the circus, yeah. dude. Like, the most yeah. important part, I think, is just doing something that you really actually want to fucking do. Yeah. If you don't want to go to a four-year school, don't fucking do it. And if you want to go to a technical school, go to the fucking technical school. Because at the very least, you're gaining life experience. Yep. That and is, that's, it's, you will never, ever lose going to a technical school and losing a trade. You can't lose. Right. It's real-world skills that you bring to the table and you learn. And from a, definitely from a trade school is... You're getting in, getting out with that knowledge, but that's not everything. You have to go out and work in the field. Man, I still daily think about the teachers that they, I don't even know if they knew they were belittling me, but it was like the, oh, your plan is to go to a community college. Why are you setting the bar so low? Why don't you try and get into a better college? Every teacher that said that to me, every day I think, I made double your salary last year. Fuck you. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me that <laughs> I'm shooting no. low because I'm not. Man, that shit drives me so fucking crazy. That's why I'm so heated up about this. So, so kind of adding on to what Bodhi was saying about being in a family of tradesmen, 
for me, I my mom, uh, when I was a kid, for most of my childhood, she was a kindergarten teacher. Then she moved into an administrative assistant, then moved up to principal. So I watched college make her life better as my life went on. My dad, he's been in the trades my entire life. Leave leave on uh, Monday morning, come back Sunday or Friday night, work his ass off, you know, pay the bills, bring it home for the family. And so I got to at firsthand. I saw someone in the trades, and I saw somebody going to college, making their life better. And for me, I just kind of picked something in the middle. It was kind of nice getting to see both sides. I get to be out in the field a little bit, get to come into my office when it's too hot or cold out. There it's, is it's not a bad mix. It does take it like the people that do it, like the tradesmen that do it every fucking day, like it is a certain breed of human. The people that actually like doing it. I guess yeah, I, don't, I don't know how it is in the carpentry world, but I don't meet a lot of linemen that don't like what they do. I don't I don't meet a lot of guys that hate coming to work every day. I mean, we like right. a lot of people look at it from the outside in saying, oh, these guys, all they do is just bust their ass and fucking break their backs and fucking smash their fingers with hammers. These guys would they wouldn't want to do anything else. Right. That's the life that they want to live. And that's the I mean, personally, that's the life that I want to live. I love that shit. Yeah. And it's it's me and me myself. It's satisfying. I fucking love doing it. And I I not for a second would take the opinions of others to go pursue that. Even, you know, it can be tough. It being your own family. And, you know, that's going to be rough, but they're just going to have to trust you and that it's something you want to do. Also, he's, I mean, you know, 20 years old, he said he was, right? So, yeah. I mean, you're at you're at that point in your life where your family's opinion still really, really matters, and you're kind of trying to find yourself. You know, I'm, I'm the same age, and, like, I guess I got into it a little bit earlier than 20, but my my best advice for that is like at some point you got to branch off and be your own human yeah yeah you know you we all come you should always weigh your family's opinions about it but you can't live off that the rest of your life you know you gotta you gotta man up and fucking be your own person at some point i mean you kind of have to zoom out in the grand scale of things it's like you know they are your family they're near and dear to you but at the end of the day that's just one small perspective in this big world yeah and you're gonna have you you have to follow what is of interest to you. Otherwise, it's going to eat you alive every fucking day, and you're going to regret it. You're going to fucking regret 100%. it if you don't take that jump, dude. Couldn't have said it better myself. Unbelievable. I, I well, that, I think that was a great yeah, answer to that, that guy's another, question. Another little key piece of advice, too, because I've heard from welders, don't get stuck at one of those jobs where you're just fucking welding gym equipment in a small room all day. Like, like, don't pursue that. Do you can something. go see the world, man. Once you get one of those yeah. certificates, it's like a fucking yeah. golden ticket. Yeah, don't yeah. don't get locked if into something. If you have any little piece of experience, there's places everywhere that you'll hire. You can go see the fucking world, man. You can travel anywhere you want to travel. You man, won't struggle to find a job in no, welding. That's for never. sure. All right, I think that was, I think that was a great answer. I think I think we gave him some some good pieces of information. Absolutely. This one comes from a female. We get we get the what? Look. Yeah, yeah. One of our three fans. Crazy, crazy that we actually have female fans. <laughs> so this one is advice on moving on from having feelings for a friend. For context, rumors were I'm not his type, which was misleading considering there was some initial flirting and such things never came of it. <laughs> also, we work together. Yes, I know that's a big no-no. Mm. Love the podcast, boys. Thanks for reading. Mm. So from what it, what it seems to me is... This lady had a little crush on one of the boys in the friend group. 
He made it obvious, I'm not interested. How do you how do you move on? Still be friends, don't break up the friend group, but have these feelings. You just and feeling it. betrayed. You either gotta pursue it or ignore it entirely. There's no in between. The in between is what makes it awkward for you and everyone else yep. at your job. Yep. It sounds yep. like she really has to if she wants to pursue it, she has to really shoot that yeah. shot and make which her intentions completely clear. Just but you it. need to you need to see the risk in shooting that shot too. Because it, it, once you shoot that shot, if it doesn't go your way, it's group. it's gonna collapse the front of you. It will. True. It's not it, it not not it couldn't. It's going unless to. someone completely submits to like you know you just, can't. My my advice for that is don't don't put yourself in a situation where you're gonna get emotionally attached before there's any emotion. And and said person works. With exactly. This person. That's so. There, know, that there's really, a lot of God damn. That could be a potential atom bomb, dude. To the whole situation. I think yeah. you know. I not to make things to, all to give jerk. to give some some advice. I really I feel like it's just one that's not worth pursuing. You know, if if you kind of felt it out a little bit and you weren't really they weren't really taking the hook, and then you have all these ties into your personal life. Sometimes you just got to let the good ones go. Well, know? here's one thing I will say, too, is that uh, men in general are just notoriously bad at getting any signals of any sort. Mm-hmm. I mean, look how many times Horrible. you see back in the past where it was like, you know, a girl trying to flirt with you and you're just totally oblivious <laughs> to it entirely. Yeah. So this could be that situation, too. Maybe he just has no clue. So just honestly, the best thing you could do is just lay it out. Hey, here's the thing. I got feelings for you. Is that a thing? Yes or no? No? Okay, move on. Yes. That's a a really funny barrier between men and women is that women, you know, if they're trying to flirt with you and trying to lay it on and give you hints and signals, they're doing it on purpose. If we're if we're doing that to you, we ninety percent of the time we probably have no fucking idea. (laughs) We're thinking about something. If you think I'm putting moves on you, I'm probably not really trying to put moves on you. Like I really don't know. Right. Like me personally. Oh, oh, you're just Bro just has that much charisma with the ladies. He, he could, or or she just is attracted to different things. I'm not. I'm not saying like Cody, he's just the fucking whiz god. I don't mean to put you on the hot seat, yeah. but I believe put you me have told it. me a story about where you told your feelings to somebody that you were friends with in college. You wanted to pursue, and then she just completely quit talking to you forever. Mm, no, I don't think so. Dude, you told me you were super drunk. <laughs> she sent you some some texts. You were replying. You were getting a little spicy with your feelings. And then later, you were told by her other <laughs> friends that she was making fun of you for it, and it ruined you. Oh, I know exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was a little bit less than that, I guess, what you were saying. Yeah, I basically, I was like... Well, you know, keep in mind, I was an 18-year-old freshman in college. Very cringe. Very cringe messages. <laughs> it was like, I don't know what a pretty girl like you be talking to a guy like me. Dude, do you ever, like, just think about, like, <laughs> I can't think about this right now. I forgot about that until you just brought it up. That's a, that's some trauma there. I just it, blocked it out of my head entirely. And it just didn't it didn't go very well for you. Yeah. Huh? So basically, I was like, "You have such pretty eyes. What's a what's a girl that's as beautiful as you talking to a guy like me for?" And then basically, we never <laughs> she's like, "Hey, you're right. What the fuck am I doing with my life?" <laughs> oh my god. The worst part was so like uh, fast forward now six months after that, I show up to a good friend of mine's house who just had a kid, and. Um, 
they're like, yeah, we, we, uh, our friend, our friend so-and-so is actually going to be, uh, I don't know if she was going to be nanny or just visiting for the weekend or whatever. I go in and it's, it's this girl. I haven't seen her in like six months and it's Shit. so awkward. Cause now I'm like, that sucks. Oh, that sucks. Now we got to spend the next, you know, three hours in the same room together. And it's extremely <laughs> so awkward. Did you, Didn't. did you, how'd you get past it? Um, did you address the situation? Oh, basically. I mean, anyone that knew about it. I just confessed right away. I was like, there's no making up a story. I just like Ugh. everyone that brought it up to me and was like, dude, did you really do this? And I'm like, Ugh. yeah, hey, listen, it's not Fuck. my best moment. There was definitely beers involved and that's not an excuse because I, I remember it fully, but that was, it was a bad hey, look. It happens and it you learn from it. Look, yeah. So okay, can point, we, can we circle case. back to, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Can we circle back to the question and kind of give like a, Find a little like piece of advice and stuff. Yes. So, uh, what advice do we want to give for this woman who had feelings for a friend? Doesn't seem like he has the same feelings and how to move on past it. I think we all could agree just be straight up with the dude because we're just big, dumb animals. We don't know what's going on. And most of the time, a guy, instead of getting weird about it, will be more flattered. Yeah. Wow. You liked me? Yeah. Pretty cool. Even if he doesn't have actually real feelings for you, that might cause him to have feelings for you. Time to wake up. Work time. What was that? It's not important. It's not important. You got to take some medication of some sort? No. (laughs) (laughs) He's getting really weird about it. I kind of want to figure out what 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 was was that? So my final piece of advice. uh, Don't set alarms when you're in a group (laughs) setting with some friends. Other than that, what is your actual advice? You just sidetracked me. Hold on. Let me think. I I had something to say and now I can't. Okay. Now you didn't get to take your okay. vacation. All right. Um, my final piece of advice is, so I think you guys are kind of missing the question. She showed interest. She shot her shot. He shot her down. Mm. And she's trying to figure out how to recover and how to just get past the feeling. Um, Fuck you, right? Now that you yeah. put it out like that, that yeah, that is so, exactly I what I mean, oh. per- personally, me, I, you know, you just got to realize that it probably wasn't a good idea to start with. You work with the guy. He's part of your friend group, and it went the way that it should have gone. And and, and I mean, I mean, I'm not trying to be an asshole about it, but really, you know, it it probably wasn't going to work out, and it's you probably saved yourself a lot of time. I you you didn't get yourself emotionally invested. You guys didn't get into this big relationship and then have it all fucking crash and burn, and now you have to find a new fucking job. You know, yeah. you're kind of at that point where you can just cut your losses and focus on what you're doing with your life. You know, there's there's plenty of fucking dudes out there. Dude, true. And to play off that tangent, that is a really good point that in a way it sounds harsh, but the saying you don't shit where you eat, it kind of applies to this because like it's not. I mean, I don't know the age group of this like this said person this said person this gorgeous jill whoever we're talking about like <laughs> i don't know the age name. i don't know the age group but like it's nine times out of like nine and a half dude it's not a fairy tale movie where it's like oh this guy's the one who's someone close to you it's like that rarely plays out See, especially like i think that's the one thing that's really lucrative about like this the whole relationships at work thing is you got to realize most of the reason that you like this guy is because you spend so much time with him. Exactly. Right. You know, if you go out and get out a little bit and spend a lot more time with a lot more people, you'll probably find someone who you like a lot more than this guy, and you'll realize the only reason I really liked this guy is because I'm spending eight Just hours a day with him. Just settling for him. Yep. Yeah. 
Yep. Guys, that's all great it was advice. Easy. That's all great advice and all. But I think he's trying to make it a game. I say she forces herself upon him and see how he responds. Okay, well that's assault. So maybe dial it back a little bit. See, I'm sure you can like find Jackson like- Mahomes force. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Just see how he responds and go for it. Hey, I mean that's not the advice I would give. Yeah, but you don't have to take we'll that take advice. It. Don't. Take everything Cody says is the greatest. I, get one of those trank darts and then find out where he lives. <laughs> and then as soon as he gets out of his car to go home, and pop, pop. I, I think the last piece of advice that I want to give to this girl is that people don't think about things as much as you might work up in your head. Like she might be thinking like, oh my God, everyone's making fun of me. Everyone's laughing about it. He yeah. looks at me so weird now. At the end of the day, people get over things a lot quicker yeah. than, than you then you think, and it's just not worth the anxiety. Or relationships are built on trauma. Hear me out. <laughs> Put this man in a life-altering, dangerous situation where in, you're in the position to save him, creating such a bond that he just can't even resist you. Maybe hire someone to rob his house and put him at gunpoint. You come in, get rid of this person. Maybe not shoot the other one if you've hired them already because that... You know, obviously that wouldn't. Well, work. then you don't have to pay him. Yeah, shoot exactly. Him. Sure, yes. but then you you may be going to prison. I'm saying, okay, pay someone to pay someone to rough him up a little bit, but don't hurt him. Cocaine. And then you bear. come in. You come in. Maybe hit him with your car. You're not killing him. And then you know maybe just tell them, hey, I'm gonna hit you with my car. I'll give you an extra thousand bucks. And boom, done. You guys, oh, you, you guys the, are friends for do life. The old, the old hero and love trick. Exactly. You know? Works that in the prince movies. charming. Works in the movie. Princess Charming. Princess, yes. Yeah, I think I think Cody's advice is a good note. I think I think we got enough time for one more. Yeah, let's do one more. All right. And it's with another hard hitter, Sam. So I think this one is perfect. So I'm not 100% sure if this is real, but I'm just going to choose to hope that it's real because it's, <laughs> it's pretty juicy. Boys, I've got some woman problems. I've been together with my fiance for six years and I fucked up, been fooling around with the sluzy from around the way. Anyway, I got her knocked up and I don't know what to do about this or how to go about it. I'm stressed the fuck out. Please help. I already know right away. Um, what I would do, I would hire a blimp or a small plane to fly a banner that says, sorry, I got so-and-so pregnant. So you not only can apologize, but you can also inform her of the situation at the same time. Get two birds stoned at once. They do. They do have those banners. That that is still a thing. I saw one fairly recently. More common down, like in Florida or like places with the beach. No, here. You've seen them here. I've seen them here. Yes. Really. I saw Chris Lindahl one one time. Oh, of course that fucker. Cody's got a hard on for Chris Lindahl. I swear. I I met him at a suite at the Wild Game one time. Oh. Cool no flex. Let's give some good advice. Yeah, wow. Bud. Good job. We get it. You're uh, celebrity. But, yeah. My advice is going to be pretty fucking grim on this one because I don't fuck with cheating, and I'm not cool with it. And but I you're hope okay that you're... with accidentally flirting with all these people? <laughs> accidentally flirting is not cheating. Accidentally <laughs> flirting is not cheating. Flirting <laughs> on purpose is cheating. Accidentally flirting How do you is not cheating. Flirt? It's all perspective. Okay. Well, please drop. Uh, accidentally flirting is not the same thing as knocking up a random bitch. So, <laughs> good point. That is a very good point. I hope that your fucking significant other, your fiance, listens to this podcast too, and she breaks up with you. Ooh. Just to start my fucking piece of advice off, because fuck you. Okay, I don't fuck with cheating. We don't play that shit around here. 
Second it's of true. all, <laughs> my advice for you is you better just go fucking tell her right now. So she can make her decision because it's or gonna else. make it's no, it's just gonna it's just gonna make your life a lot less hard. Because already you're full of this fucking anxiety and worried yeah. and trying to figure yep. out how to tell her. Just go fucking tell her. And if she's gonna leave, she's gonna leave. And if she's gonna stay, she's gonna stay. Immediately See, my mind doesn't even go to the relationship. Immediately my mind goes to what are her friends and family gonna say? Like, how long have you been with this girl? If you've been with this girl, six, 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 six years. Six years. Six years. Oh yeah, my god, damn. dude, you've established. No, like, you're so fucked, you're, dude. You're, like, you're <laughs> so fucked. <laughs> if if you this been, is real, you're so years? fucked, and I love it. See, that's ex- <laughs> yeah, that's playing off what um where I'm at with this is you're living um literally like the worst fucking scenario that any dude could think of playing out. Granted, cheater. Any cheater you just, can think of. If you have the balls to do that, you have the balls to just come out, come clean, bite the bullet, and you know you yeah. fucked around. You're gonna have to find out, dude. I'm fucking mm. sack up, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. You it's, gotta go tell that's, her though. It's an you like th- someone asking this question. They know what the what, what the root answer is. They know what to do. Yeah. They just, they want to find some kind they of They were hoping we were going to give them a fucking out. That's what they were right. hoping. Like, we were going to have right, some so life-changing advice to get them out of this situation. You're going to take a greyhound. You're going to meet this guy, give you a fake ID, and you're going <laughs> to live in no, Like, no, dude, that's not reality. You're just going to have to take it. You're going to have to white-knuckle it yeah, out. Take that fucking one on the chest, jerk. man. All right. All right, enough of these family man pussies over here. <laughs> this is advice. All right. He reached out to us. I need to give him advice on his situation. And first thing I think you need to do is you need to drop the old bat that you've been with for six years. You, you're not married yet. You're in the clear. You did. You fucked up early enough that you can still succeed in this situation. You got to okay. let her go. <laughs> let her go. Now, well. the little sloozy around the town that you got knocked up, here's your new problem. Hopefully, she's pretty and somebody that you're willing to have a relationship with because that's your best bet. You go all into that relationship. You raise your kid. And then you cheat on the sloozy, too? Is they, that where this is going? Uh, if you find a new one, do your thing, man. I ain't going to judge you. They have always said, you know, you can't change the stripes on a zebra. So, like, what's, what's there is there. Maybe his next fiance will want to have an open relationship and this won't be a problem. You raise the kid to be a cartel leader. <laughs> the next Escobar, dude. And then you got family fortune forever. Full of power and political assets. I think, I, funnily enough, I think your answer and my answer actually kind of tie together because more than likely when you go and hit up the old six year, she's going to dump you either way. Yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> so, um, I mean, maybe, I mean, if you have any sense of pride and you're, you're, there's any piece of you that's not kind of a fucking douchebag, you'll let her break up with you instead of you breaking up with her. I mean, some You'll let her at least have the satisfaction of breaking up if with you. You're, it, see, my stance on cheating has always been, if you're going to cheat, like, why not just fucking break up anyways? Yeah. So I right. believe that some part that of... Exactly. And some part of you... Like, doing that action, like, some part of you was like, you know what? I'm fine with taking this risk. I I assessed it, and I'm going to take my chance with doing this because you don't see the other option playing out. So, (laughs) you're already asking for it in a way. You're you're pretty much 100% asking for it, you know? Because before you do that, especially if you're actually going to do it, you there's... There is that split second that's going to be in your head, and you can't tell me it's not there of, 
fuck. You, you're gonna weigh your options. At least Before wrap it up, dumb cheat. fuck. Yes, exactly. No, shit. Take fuck. that precaution, dude. If you're gonna be stupid enough to cheat, wrap it up. What the fuck are you thinking? But hey, we're we're here to give advice. I gave my advice. Fucking cheater, loser. <laughs> Drop that cold oh my, hard reality. Oh my. I don't even oh care my. if we lose a fan over this, dude. Fuck this guy. Oh my god. All right, I got one oh, more what, quick you one. Have sympathy for him. Ooh. Oh. Is that what you're saying? You Ooh, have sympathy Rich for him? I'm saying uh, because he listens and he gives us a view and pays the rent for this studio. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, brutal, yeah. it's just brutal, honest advice. Like, why else are you here? What would you do if Taylor enough. got knocked up by some random dude? Ooh, that would be a tough dynamic, honestly. Because uh, you have a kid now. My first thought, I would... Oh, my God. If she got knocked up by another guy. Oh, God. That, dude, would, be, that, that would suck. That would kill a man. Would I, you have I sympathy for that guy? Because that's the same stay. situation. Yeah, that's a good point. I can't stay. I mean, what that's kind like, of dynamic... Like, how could, how could you even... Like raise a kid without that dynamic so affecting him. I know, or her. I know, I know a guy who's in a even weirder situation where um, he was with this girl for multiple years. I don't remember how long. Let's say three or four years. She cheats on him, gets pregnant with this guy. The guy commits suicide. Ah. She stays with this guy, and this guy ends up raising the kid. They're now split up, but this kid is basically so. When the when the when the baby daddy killed himself, the baby was still in the womb. So this baby is born. This guy's name is on the birth certificate. It's obviously not his kid. He knows it's not his kid. And he knew he knew when the he baby knew, was born. Yep, he knew right away. Wow, and way so to step up as a man. He, honestly, he is not with this girl anymore, but he still has. You know, like he still gets her like every other weekend or whatever. Like way way to look at the betterment for the child. You know, like he could have right. said yeah. fuck. Fuck you! Fuck this kid. That's not mine. I want nothing to do with it. Right. Yeah. And then he just stepped up and and did what was right. Yeah. Probably a better man than I am. Like just. I, I definitely. I don't think I'd have done that. Like if you, like especially if you're responsible for the child, but if you failed to raise that child in a good way, or failed if you were a part of making the child raise them in a good way, you failed as a human. Like you're just—that's what we're a, here for. Being a shitty parent is like you're just the scum of humanity. Yeah. So if you're gonna yeah. make being a, kid, a shitty parent is worse than being a cheater in my mind. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think you so. Got some, you got a weird priority list here. <laughs> you can't fuck up the kids, man. The kids that are the top priority. You, you cannot Kyle. fuck up the kids. Kyle Rittenhouse, <laughs> we, we appreciate it. Oh my god, dude! Can we wrap this thing up on like yeah. that fucking cheating fuck? <laughs> All right. Do, All we right. Got, do we got one more? Do we got another little one? I got one more. Tell me. Is there right. another good one? Let's take a vote. Let's yeah. rip vote. one more. Before we get into this, if if you would like your questions answered on an end of one of our next episodes, Snapchat us at ONTAPOfficial and ask your question. Sam, continue. All right. Here's a good one. Any advice on breakups, getting over someone and moving on? I think it messes a lot of men up. It would be nice to hear how you guys would deal with it. I'm a big fan supporting from California. Mm, thank you for listening all the way on the West Coast. Can I take the baby. lead on this one? Yes, Bodie. Yep. Dude, it's just another thing. Breakups suck, but you just got to bite the bullet. Move on, buddy. Sorry. You know, get get a surfboard. Fucking out in Cali. I don't know what else you guys do. <laughs> you <laughs> take your surf. Yeah. You, you take Smoke your, weed and surf, I think, is all you they You take do. your Jeep Wrangler. You go out <laughs> to the dunes, drive over them, get on your surfboard. Just ride it out. Where does Tesla come into this? 
Uh, no, that's in Texas. Or wait, no, they moved back, didn't they? I don't know. I don't know. I just don't. Hey, I just what's tangents? Here. Sorry course. about that. Sorry. Keep the yep. focal point. So, so yeah. That's, that's so my you're point. saying you lead with a distraction. Get your mind off of it. Yeah, I would say yeah, the same. Do. I would say the same thing. If you're not, if you know there's no chance of getting back together, and cut the cord. Yep. Got to move you, on. Save yourself dude. the pain. It's gonna suck right away. But just figure out something else to put all your effort that's, into. That's a part of love, dude. Like the breakup stage, you know, it's all it all encapsulates this thing, love. You know, man, that, that the best feeling is once you actually are fully over it and seeing what you learned from it. You grow as a person. You grow as a person so much, oh, man. Yeah. And your next relationship will be a million times better. You ch- I, you I change. promise. You change. Like you see. Um, looking back at my life, when my personality, when my character has changed, it's always been big pivotal moments like a breakup, so those uh, hard times, trauma man. of some yeah. sort. You hard times make hard men. Okay, you never heard that thing. <laughs> so that what about Rogan, hard men? That Rogan Dude, why do you just make it sexual? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it has that? nothing. To, I didn't say hard Jesus times make hard Christ. penises. You fucking weirdos. <laughs> oh, I thought that's what you were. Say, being. No, <laughs> like hard mentally, they make you tough. They make I, you, you got a mind boner now. What's going on? I've got, I've got another. <laughs> I've got another little trick of the trade for uh, for guys that are friends with someone that just went through a breakup. Do not talk shit about that ex for at least a year, because I don't know how many times I've seen a couple break up. They go through that stage where they're broken up. They're dude, still smashing. Yeah. You're telling your buddy, like, dude, she was a fucking bitch. I yeah. hated her. Anyway, <laughs> dude, that, I always hated when she was around. I just never said anything. That's such an important oh, What do you know? Next week, they're back together, yeah. and you're that guy that talked all this shit. And yep. if they get married at the end of it, then it's like, oof. Dude, <laughs> now is your, like, your true, um, true time to shine for what your character really is. Because, like... I don't know how many times I've seen dudes just like just immediately start talking shit about. Oh yeah, well, dude, she fucking stunk, man. When I was like paying her, it's like why would you pay her for three years? Like, dude, like that just you know because like that doesn't fade away. Like people like remember that when that happened, and then that just it goes to show like your character, dude. And not to mention, man, it could fuck up. It could fuck up your chances with her best friend. Exactly. Don't be talking shit she about her. Her best friend. friend's gonna be mad about that when you're trying to fuck her best friend. Oh my! Got big booty Judy, dude. She's waiting on the sidelines, <laughs> waiting for you to scoop her up. See no, ya. but really, man, you got. You just gotta. I mean, at least for me, you just gotta kind of distract yourself. Just take yeah. it on the chest. It's gonna suck. It's gonna be tough, but just keep doing what you're doing. You know, if you got a fucking job, just go work. If you yep. got a good group of buddies to hang out with, spend as much time with your friends and family as you can, man. Just anything to keep your mind off of it. Absolutely. And it's going to be tough. It's really tough when you're alone. I mean, that's that's the hardest part for me. Yep. When you're alone, driving, driving to work, when you're laying in bed alone, it's just like that's it just mm-hmm. eats at you. And you just, I mean, you just got to mitigate it. You know, you got to you gotta know how to take it on the chest. It's, Find it sucks advice. and it's going to suck. And you really got to understand that. It's not, There's no piece of advice that's going to make it easy. Getting Absolutely. back to being used to the hand, you know? <laughs> that's, a, that's a real thing, though. There. <laughs> <laughs> there is that's a real thing though like that physical pain do you guys remember your first yeah. breakup dude i remember in seventh grade i broke up with my seventh grade girlfriend and i remember dude that feeling like it actually hurt like that shit it hurts dude it it's like hurt. that fucking anxiety like your stomach you're just sick to your stomach all day every day even yeah. if you're not thinking about it it's just fucking disgusting feeling yeah i've changed a lot now but we used to be if i if i split ways like we're done 
like there's no there's no there's no chance of us getting back together. Like there's no break. I'm not going on no break. Either we're together no, or we're not. Shit. We are we're done. Like if <laughs> anyone expresses their leaving, <laughs> like, okay, we're fucking dead. Now, how do you deal with with homies going after your ex? Because that's that's a problem that happens, especially in small towns. That's a part of being done. I've never experienced it, but that would be a big problem. You gotta calibrate the homie and calibrate the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's a time factor. I think there's a there's a time of how long were these two people together and how long have they been broken up? That's a big, big deal. And also like how is how is the dude or the girl like taking it? You know, how you know, are they completely done and they really yeah. are, or are they just putting the front on and they have feelings still and and also how good of a fucking homie is it? Like yeah, like if it's if it's your fucking best friend, yeah. I mean right. the dude that you would die for, up. you can't talk to any chick he's ever talked to. Even if I it was a high school girl, ten years ago, no, you don't talk to her ever. Okay, so let let me give you a, a little situation. Let's say <laughs> this this is your buddy who you've been friends with him for five years. He's like a good friend in your friend group, but not your best friend. The girl you were dating, your ex, you were with her for three years. The three years out of high school, so 18, 19, 20, you broke up. He's in the DMs within three weeks. That's a problem. That's way too fast. Yeah. Also, That's a problem. I, I'm actually, I'm just thinking of this now. I'm now married to my homie's ex uh, high school girlfriend. You're that dude. I You're was that dude. Bag. But to be fair, I feel like I played it good. I I called the guy you went for yeah. permission before that, that's a real thing too, before sure. even before even talking to taylor i i literally hit him up and i was like hey what do you think of this like i know you guys have been only bro- broken up for like six months a year I'm like are you okay with me pursuing this he's like yeah i'll go for it we're done green light. yeah green and light. it's also the, <laughs> it's also light. knowing your friends well too because like there's some dudes that they could be a really good friend and if you talk to them like that, like they genuinely don't care. But there's some dudes that'll say they don't care. And if you start dating that yeah. chick, it becomes they a fucking hate you. Then you're not friends. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and <laughs> as the friend, if at any point you feel that you're sneaking around, then you should just know right there you're in yeah. the wrong. Like it, it should be pretty obvious. If you get that feeling in your gut, they definitely have that feeling in their yeah. gut. Yeah. So okay, you know we we all three of us, and I think you have a, a younger sister too, but she's pretty young. My sister's older. So. All three of us have sisters. How do you feel about friends dating your sister? Is that a permission type of type of deal? Is that well, my sister's not six, so, <laughs> so <laughs> there'd be some red flags. I think that might be a problem if one of your friends went after man. I have, I personally, I have no problem with that. It wouldn't bother me at all. I'd actually prefer it. Uh, as long as it's a good you. like if a good didn't. friend, a good if no, I if they didn't ask it, it wouldn't matter to me. As long as I know the dude's a good dude. And I know he's going to take care of my sister. I I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't want yeah. permission. I don't care. It's it, do your own thing. But like, if it was like some dude that I knew from high school who wasn't my friend, who's just a fucking dirtbag, then I'd have a problem with it because I yeah. know who he is. Right? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna be straight up. <laughs> if anyone asked me permission, I'd just be like, no, really, no. I don't care what the character is. It's just like I would just say no. Dude, no way. You yeah, would, I, like, I no. would prefer one of my homies to date my sister rather than some random dude for sure. I am the I know exact opposite. I would boy. much rather it be a random because if really? they break up, then I just never have to see him again. But it, True. the second that we get in that <laughs> friend group and it's like, 
you know, homies telling stories. <laughs> and I found out oh, that's my bro. sister. I, I'm not okay with that. I don't like the idea. You definitely have to have like boundaries. of me being friends with this person outside of their relationship with my sister. I think we're. A little, I think our relationships with our sisters are a lot different. I'm so oh, laid yeah. back. Like me and I mean, like I, I'm not saying it happens often, but like my brother-in-law is like crack jokes, like not being serious, but he'll be like, "Well, <laughs> like trying to push that." I'm like, watch "What is mother, it? What is watch it, it, motherfucker?" What does he say? Well, just like I'm not even. <laughs> I, I, I can't even think of an example. <laughs> I was just trying, but to you know what I'm saying. Crazy. Like him to just like like to kind of push that boundary like as a joke and i'll be right. like all right motherfucker does enough. the jokes get taken pretty far no no almost never is it like some like something funny you can share with the class i don't have an example i just <laughs> oh, almost okay. said that because okay. he put the fucking shit down on that dude he didn't let him say shit see at least it never it never fair. gets to the point of an actual joke it's like right. prodding to a joke and yeah. i'm like all right, like, all right. Yeah, at least you give that like that cordial warmth yeah, not just like immediately resort to like, hey, bro, hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna puff my chest at him. It's like, it's more of the, honestly, I think he's looking for that response because that's funny to him. Yeah, he, he wants me to be like, all right, asshole. He wants me to fuck with. Yeah, him right. That's, he's going for the reaction. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say anyone that asks me. That's my that's my buddy. I'm just to say no. I'm not okay with it. I'm not Dude, gonna stop you, but I'm not okay with it. Percent agree. I agree with. Parts of Mitch saying that he wants his sister to be with a good dude. I completely agree. Not my fucking homie, bro. Right. Because you know how it is, man. You know, guys get together. They talk about what's going yes. on. They talk, especially yes. when you're younger. It's way worse. It would have been my biggest nightmare. There's plenty of good guys out there that aren't my friends. Sam, we're going to have to have a pretty, me and you are going to have to have a pretty awkward conversation <laughs> after the podcast. Sam, I, I got some things I need to tell you. Yeah, I mean, luckily we're not really friends at all, so <laughs> that's cool. You know, I I would really like my sister to have a good husband, boyfriend, whatever, but not the homies. I hate. The, I hate that. I think the thing that I hate is the awkward stage of a random guy trying to prove to me that he's a good guy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, if dude. if a dude starts dating your sister. And he has to like explain why he's a good guy and tell you all these things he's doing. I'm like, fuck you. Like, don't, I don't want to hear about that. You're lying. First of all, you're probably weird, lying bro. to me anyway. Right. I'd rather just know firsthand if he sucks or not. That's fair. But you can Dude, immediately no. tell, like, just like the first couple minutes of interaction. I feel like you can just tell, you can feel out that vibe right away. Uh -huh. Like, are you up to something? Or are you, what are you, what's your goal here? Right. Yeah. Like, there's an incentive that's kind of hidden, like, underneath there. You just feel it. Sense it. You won't have to deal with this for a while, obviously. Yeah. Hopefully 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully 20 years. <laughs> All right. Well, I think this is the best time to wrap it up. I, I think. Agree. Mitch got a, got a big day at work tomorrow. Got to yeah, give got to so give the people power. Cody's got to edit this pod so we can release it tomorrow. <laughs> yep. We'll see you next week. If you want to submit a question, hit us up at at ONTAP official on Snapchat. We'll see you next week. Man, did we go a while on that?